This is the Louisville Pre-Hospital Care Podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Aaron Cazell. This is an episode of Koozie's Corner, and I'm here joined again by Dr. Nick Cottrell. Close enough, man. Close enough at this point. We've already talked about ketamine in the bourbon farm part of the podcast, and now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the bad effects and the reason that why ketamine is such a hot-button issue when it comes to the public and to the press. And that's the case out of Elijah McLean being killed in 2019 out of Aurora, Colorado. You've probably heard some of the case. Uh, Nick, I know you're kind of familiar with the case as well, and we'll talk a little bit and try to show you here on the podcast why what can go wrong with ketamine. Yeah, and like we were talking about, you know, before we even started recording this, there's in my mind, there's a spectrum of, you know, drugs that are harmful, not harmful, things like that. You know, when we're talking about Tylenol or something, it's really hard to imagine you being able to kill somebody with Tylenol. But ketamine is a little bit different. Ketamine is one of those drugs that you can absolutely do some irreversible damage with it. So I think like this case, when you look at the details of it, I think you probably also can see yourself making this exact same mistake. Um, 100%. And having the same outcome. I don't think any of us, after reading the details of it, like just the straight facts of it, I don't think there's anybody out there in healthcare that could argue that this couldn't happen to you. And it's it's terrifying to think about and it, when things go wrong, and especially in the heat of battle, and you're trying to do what's best for the patient, and the patient dies. And, you know, that's a terrifying fact for any of us, especially in pre-hospital care when it's just you and your partner uh, by yourself trying to do what's best for the patient and, and resulting in this, this terrible outcome. And so for those of you who don't know this case, this was a 2019 case of a, a gentleman who was a massage therapist who was walking home and was restrained by police, was given ketamine intramuscularly, and went apneic and unfortunately died. Can you tell me a little bit, Nick, from your reading of the case, what happened with the dosing of the ketamine? Yeah, sure. So essentially what Elijah McLean was administered was 500 milligrams of ketamine. So how does something like this happen? So if you ever look at this guy, you look at a picture of him, it's pretty easy to tell he's not a big bulky guy, right? I mean, you've seen pictures of him. He's sure, a, from, the, he's a from small, the CNN and everything. Yeah, smaller kind of frame. And, you know, it's really hard to guesstimate somebody's weight, especially... Especially at night. Yeah, especially at night, especially when you're in close proximity, especially when this person is fighting disproportionately hard versus their weight. Something that we see across the spectrum. You know, it's really hard to guess weights on people. I kind of have the, you know, jokingly enough, I call myself the guesser in room nine, but it's because I've literally pushed that weigh button and seen thousands and thousands of people's weights that I've gotten good enough to, you know, get it within a few kilograms. Most people are not that good. And even if you are that good, you probably have to do a conversion in your mind. This guy looks like 220 pounds. So 220 pounds divided by 2.2, that's 100 kilos. And all, all this math is happening while you're laying on somebody and they're absolutely beating you up. And there's a change in when you have muscle weight versus um, oh, fat weight. Yeah. Just the person who is, has more fat is going to weigh a certain amount compared to someone who is all of muscle. And it's very difficult to make that. I mean, I don't make that determination in, in room nine. I would be very kind of scared to do that in the field as well. But a lot of times our EMS providers are doing that. 
all the time. Oh, yeah. And you guys, you know, absolutely. If the person can't tell you how much they're weighing, you're absolutely flying on your own on that one. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say this. He was administered 500 milligrams of ketamine. Per the report, they eyeballed this guy at around 200 pounds. Having said that, what probably did happen was in the moment, they eyeballed this guy at 200 pounds. That's close enough to 100 kilos. If you look at their protocol, it was 4 to 5 milligrams milligrams per per kilogram. kilogram. So they were just like, full dose is fine. Elijah got 500 milligrams of intramuscular ketamine. And then from there, went apneic is what I understand. Well, understand from, you know, we, we are not pervy to the case. We didn't read the forensic report as it's not released, as this is still being uh, talked about in a court of law as of January 2023. So we're just getting offhand from what is out there open from the media. And so what it appears to be from the interviews with forensic pathologists is that he was 143 pounds compared to the 200 Correct. pounds. When they looked at the autopsy report, it, they determined he had a normal therapeutic amount, which has caused him to question whether ketamine actually was the cause. Now, certain forensic pathologists say ketamine administration is what killed him. Others have said that there was a mix between restraint and the use of ketamine. So it's really inconclusive. And I think we're going to see this play out in trial over the next year uh, to see exactly what is presented. But what I don't want to focus as much about on the case, what I want to focus on is the bad things that can happen when using ketamine. Even if you're doing it per your protocols, these are things that can happen. And what we see from this case is two medics are criminally are charged as criminally negligent homicide. And as of Jan- January 20th, 2023, they pled not guilty and they are going through a court battle. They're backed by their union from Aurora Fire and Rescue, but they are still having to go through this nightmare uh, and, and doing what they believed or what we at least assume what they were believing to do what was best for the patient. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you look at what the overdose was, it's in the grand scheme of overdoses, it's not a huge overdose. So the dose that he was supposed to get based on his weight, his actual weight, was three hundred between 320 and 350 milligrams of ketamine. So you're talking about a difference of 175 milligrams, and it doesn't sound that much. So all of the facts aside here, like this was an unpredictable response based on this. And I think that is the big take-home point here is basically these guys are going through all of this right now because they were bad guessers. And we don't know much about the case, but also not identifying apnea or at least how long was this person apneic. I think this will all come out in the court case. It's a very sad – it's a sad situation obviously for the patient who had a terrible outcome uh, and for their, their family as well. But also for the, the medics and the officers who now have to go through this um, and what they believed was doing what was best for their community. Not only is it a legal issue that they're going through, but also a financial. Not only from their point of the lawyers, but the Aurora, Colorado city had to pay $15 million in settlement to the family. This is a big tax on the system. Even so much that the Emergency Medicine Residents Association put a resolution to remove ketamine from pre-hospital providers which luckily did not go through, at least to my knowledge. But that is something that can happen out of just one mistake or one bad outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, bringing this case up really does highlight a lot of the things that we've already said in in previous episodes is this is a hot button issue. Anytime that there is an issue with it or something comes up, it's going to make the news. And I mean, if you look at this case, there's absolutely no winners. You know, the the medics didn't win. The, the, the patient absolutely didn't win. Their family didn't win. It's a horrible outcome. And, I, you know, it's hard to say, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg. But it is a case where ketamine was 
completely said to be responsible for this individual's death whether it was or not i'm not here to determine that but it is a case where you know a drug that you carry on you every day was used in a court of law and there was real criminal consequences to it so those of you who are very excited to use ketamine keep this in the back of your mind because this can happen to you it can happen to us here in the emergency department and it's a terrifying thought so think about it especially every time you're using ketamine keep that in the back of your mind and do what's best for the patient yeah, because I think none of us want to in the end our shift in the back of a cop car. Absolutely. And Aaron Cusell is too pretty for jail. <laughs> Again, thank you, Nick, for joining us for this edition of Koozie's Corner. Anytime, buddy.